0: On today's Patriot Nation podcast, we reveal our original, our first 53-man roster prediction. Spags and I both have one, uh, and so we will be going through our 53-man roster predictions. Could be a few surprises in there, you never know. It's a heck of a show, so buckle up and cue the music.
1: Back receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has. Wilson, quick throw. And it's still hit.
0: Bill Belichick has answered one question for us definitively, right? Everyone's been asking who's going to be the starting quarterback, who's going to be the starting quarterback, and, you know, day one of practice, media availability, taking the QB one snaps, of course, as everyone expected, Brian Hoyer.
1: Yeah, it seems like they're going with a little seniority there. Obviously, Hoyer followed by Stidham and Newton. Um, But the one thing to take away, and I know we didn't have a show last week, so you can kind of dive into that at least to start, the one thing I really got out of that is Cam Newton was was great in his initial press conference. Uh, all smiles, happy to be here. I think regardless of what happens, man, they have a really good quarterback room. And I know um, I'm kind of yeah. going off here, but just based off their press conferences, they're, they're both, you know, all three of them professionals. They all bring a different skill set and, and kind of leadership ability to that room. You know, you have Cam who's done it you know, played for nine years, won a lot, you know, won an MVP, played in the Super Bowl. You got Stidham, who's obviously very promising and is viewed highly internally. And then you have Hoyer, who is kind of like the the, the grandfather of that room, brings that presence, that sideline presence, knows what it is, knows how to be successful here. And they all seem to be embracing the competition. And and really, you know, it's healthy. It's a healthy competition. Both, you know, all three of them had a lot of positive things to say about each other. But um, yeah, it's it's certainly a battle. It's certainly a battle, and I wish we would, you know, get a you know up up close look at this, but unfortunately not.
0: <laughs> uh, won't happen. Not even any damn preseason games. But you know that's the way it goes. So let's uh, w- good conversation. Let's dive right in. Uh, I think the quarterback room is going to stay exactly the same. It is, way it is. Of course, the I believe is going to be out. Um, but I think they keep Hoyer, man Newton. I just I don't see a reason why. They let any three of those guys go. Whether you go with Stidham or Newton, having Hoyer in the room is really important because he knows the offense so well. He's done this for so many years. He's a professional. And, you know, I mean, you hear the stories, right? Brady would give half of the uh, of the game plan to, to, to Hoyer. And so, you know, you just, from that perspective, whether it's Newton or Stidham, I think to me, having Hoyer makes a lot of sense. Now, maybe you could make the argument that, well, if they go with Stidham, then you get rid of Cam, and you know, then it's just then it's just Stidham and Hoyer, and that's certainly possible. Um, you know, everyone knows how we feel about Stidham here. I just feel like it makes sense to have all three of those guys on the roster, regardless of who the starter is.
1: I agree. Yeah, and it's it's to my earlier point. I'll allude to it again. All three of them bring a lot of you know a different skill set to that room. I think too can kind of go on off it. If, if Newton were to win the job, I really think uh, Cam Newton. Initially, I, I didn't think he'd be that great. Like, I, you know, I didn't think he'd walk in and definitely respect Jarrett Stidham. And, you know, you know what I mean? In a competition's sake, like, yeah. oh, you know, I've look what I've done in the league. This kid's a fourth round pick with six, you know, I'm the yeah. guy here, right? But I think, honestly, he brings that swagger and, and leadership and seems like he's, he, they kind of treating him like little bro. And, and, you know, Hoyer's obviously, like I said, the grandfather of him. But obviously, with COVID going on too, it's a year they're definitely going to keep three. Um, you know, like you said, maybe if Stidham wins a job, Cam won't accept a backup. But, um, I think regardless, all three.
0: Yep. I agree. I agree. Let's move on to running backs and, uh, I'm going to list out my running backs for you and and see if you can find who's missing. I have James White, Mr. Harris, Rex Burkhead, Lamar Miller, Jacob Johnson, and JJ Taylor.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I had, you know, obviously Michelle assuming he's going to stay on uh, at least start the season on the pop list, James White, Rex Burkhead, Damian Harris, JJ Taylor, Jakob Johnson and James White. Did I say him? Yep. Uh, uh, did...
0: I think you got uh, you yeah. the same. You have the same. List I have the I same
1: recently. as you. Yes. Um, but I think the signing of Lamar Miller, when I first saw it, you know, I was like, Oh, late in, you know, late in the summer, kind of like a camp body type situation. But then you look at his tape, man. I mean, this guy has been a lead mm-hmm. back. 190-plus right. carries every single year since 2013, I believe. Um, yeah, Average 4.6 yards per carry is last year, career high, 2018 in Houston. And I think he would have been a big um, part of that offense last year. Obviously, he had the gruesome knee injury in, in preseason last year. Right. But here's a guy, you get him back healthy, he can kind of take that early down back and take those, you know, first and 10, second and long, third, you know, when when James White's not on the field, Lamar Miller can certainly handle the load.
0: Right. I agree. And i you know, to me, the Miller signing has me shook. It has me shook. I just, I, I look at it and say, you don't bring in a guy like Lamar Miller. If you think Sony Michelle is healthy, you just yep. don't. Why would you do that? And so to me, I look at it and say, well, then the only explanation to bring in a guy like Lamar Miller, because you have Damian Harris who can be a guy, now, whether he's the that's guy, I don't thought. know. But can, you know, that's what we thought right.
1: going in that he'd be that guy, yeah, take over for Michelle. But um, you right, see things change.
0: Well, and they think I, I, it looks like they got they get Harrison. and They say, yeah, okay, it, he might be, but we need another guy because Sony's not coming back. Certainly at the beginning of the year, and he might not come back at all. And so that's you know that's kind of uh, the question mark that I have. And like I said, you see the Lamar Miller signing, you see the tape, you see the numbers, like. The kid's legit. He's a very good back. I felt for years he was very, very underrated. Um, You know, the people didn't really respect him a lot. And he's a good back. And so, you know, we'll see. Now, we'll see what happens. Maybe Sony does come back healthy eventually. But I would be shocked if he didn't start the season on the Pup List. I'd be shocked if he made the initial 53-man roster.
1: Yeah, and then you got a guy like Burkhead too, right, that um, just his health-wise can't handle the load of, of that lead right. back in the offense, more of a Swiss Army yep. knife. And then James White, obviously, um, yeah. you know, they scheme him and him out, but he's great
0: right. for what and, he does. And you can't – the problem with White is that you can't make him the every down back because he's so important that he has to be available on those passing downs. So you can't make him the every down back because then – you, you know, you you run the risk of, of wearing him out and then having him not available on those huge downs at the end of the season. So he doesn't have the body type forward either. So, all right, let's move on to wide receiver. I think uh, we should probably, I mean, I assume, well, I don't know. We'll see at the end. Uh, I got Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman, Muhammad Sanu, Damian Bird, uh, Demir Bird, I'm sorry,
1: Kobe uh, Meyer, Gunner, and Jeff Thomas. I have the exact same. Bill Belichick, I believe last year, carried eight receivers on the initial 53. Um, obviously, things change, right? They brought Damaris De- Thomas in. Uh, oh, They released him, then brought him back in, then traded him because Antonio Brown came in. And then, obviously, things got crazy after that second week. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think there's much question here. I think they need a lot of depth. I thought going into the summer that you know Gunnar Olszewski would be tough for him to make the team. Um, but I think that's a guy that they're kind of grooming. I think uh he's worked with Edelman all offseason. Edelman kind of has that big brother mentality to him. And you need a punt returner. And when he was healthy and played last year, he did a pretty good job for an undrafted kid who played D two ball. <laughs> um looks like he threw on some pounds right. in the offseason as well. So I think Gunner definitely makes the team. And then obviously those other guys are kind of a no-brainer. Even Jeff Thomas, I think he's almost a lock to make the team. I really do. I think this kid's you watch his film, man. I mean, that's a guy that, that yeah. this offense needs lack speed, uh, vertical threat, can can use him in many ways.
0: Right. Seems like it. And by the way, if you're out there thinking that we've forgotten about Matthew Slater, you are sorry. Absolutely not. No, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's more of a special teamer. <laughs> he's, not on the wide, he's not on the wide receiver list. So that's all. yeah. I know on the depth chart he's on the wide receiver list, but he's not on our wide receiver list. So all right, uh let's let's move on to the O line here. I'm gonna start I'm gonna break it down uh with Tackle guard and center. So at tackle, I have Yodney Kajust, Isaiah Wynn, uh, Heron, and I have Corey Cunningham. I don't love, I don't love the Corey Cunningham selection there, but like we don't have another tackle, so how else is it going to be? You know, I mean, I just I don't know who else they would be other than Corey Cunningham, and I, I guess that's the guy. So, uh, you know, Kajust, Wynn, Heron, and Cunningham are my four at tackle.
1: Yeah, so I have, obviously, Wynn Thune, Andrews, Mason, Yodney, Kajus, Jalte Froholt, Jermaine Ulamour, can never say his name right, Justin Heron, yeah, and I Michael Onwenu. So I did not have Cunningham on. Um, right. I think, you know, they kind of hinted at that with with Thuney. I know he took um, some snaps at right tackle that initial week one game versus Pittsburgh when Cannon went out. I think if things get right. rough... They have enough guard experience and, and depth that they can be able to move him out for, you know, if the end of a game somebody's injured or even for a week or two.
0: Right, that's a good point. You know, I had I had Mason Thune, uh on Wayne Owen Froholt as well uh, at guard. I didn't have uh, whatever the hell Jermaine's last name is. More. I didn't have <laughs> him.
1: <laughs> it's something like yeah.
0: that. Yeah, um, I, I didn't have him because I think he stinks. Now I wonder. But I don't know, and he might have a little bit of position flexibility, but I I kept Gothier uh, at center because I think he he has the flexibility to play center and guard um, as a backup. So that's kind of like your fifth guard there. Um that was kind of my feeling behind it. So I I obviously have Andrews and Gothier. By the way, I was doing the 53 man roster and I'm like looking at the depth chart, I'm like, okay, all right, great. I'm like where's Dustin Woodard what's going on here? Like,
1: yeah, how come he's not, on I thought he could on? have made the team too. Maybe as a chance to be like a backup center.
0: I thought he was because he has, he's a guy who has position flexibility that can play good. Yeah. I think I believe played every position on the offensive line, except for left tackle in college. So really? he had an opportunity to come in and play right guard, left guard center, you know, to be a guy that can kind of fill in anywhere, almost like, um, what's his name last year who filled in at center. Um, uh, Karras, Karras yeah. had done the same thing, right? Filled in at guard when he had to, filled in a center when he had to. So I just feel like, you know, he had a chance to be that guy that they kept. I really liked all three rookies that they picked, uh, on the offensive line. And of course he ended up retiring, which was just bizarre, but you know, whatever. So, um, I might've kept too many offensive linemen. I have 10, they might only keep nine. Um, so you, you know, you could see Cothier getting dropped. You could see Cunningham getting dropped. You could see both yeah. of them getting dropped and, you know, and, and uh, and Illum- Illuminor, or whatever the hell his name is, yeah. uh, being uh, being right, the yeah. offensive guard. You know, but we'll see. Uh, one thing I'm happy about is David Andrews is back, thank
1: yeah, God. Oh yeah, that's we gonna all really, are.
0: That's going to really shore up the offensive line. So, And then we're going to have to see. Right tackle is going to be the question, right? Is Kajust ready to be the starting right tackle? Because if he isn't, now what the hell are you going to do? You know? And, and so that's really the question. I know people are saying good things about uh, – the, the players are saying good things about Kajust. That he was ready to go, but it's just a question of uh, of what the hell is going to happen. So, so we'll see. Uh, All right, let's move on to the defense. Uh, D line. I have I Lawrence Guy. It.
1: Oh shit. Yeah, that's an interesting one too because they still don't have. Um, I left side end up. I I, I just I to don't, don't think. Let's yeah. I mean, tight end is obviously Dalton Keene, Devin Asiasi, and this right. is where it gets interesting, right? I mean, yes. Ryan Izzo is always brutal. Matt Lacoste obviously opts out. I think he was, you know, a bubble guy. You saw Jakob Johnson working with a uh, good friend of the podcast, Drew Lieberman, um, and and you know, running yep. routes of a tight end, working with Dalton Keene the last few weeks. I wonder if they have him in there, and 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 uh, like obviously Vitale too. He opted out too. Who's kind of that. Could play a little right. hybrid role. Um, but I think it's the the two rookies, and that might be it. I really don't think Ryan Izzo makes it on the team. And like I said, you could see Jakob Johnson fill in a little bit there in, in, in kind of that transition to a newer, modernized offense.
0: You know what? I think you're probably right. I think that makes a lot of sense um, because Ryan Izzo stinks. And, and like you said, you, know, you have Jakob Johnson on the team. And you know, you want another, you know, you want another guard or another tackle when you're or another tight end, I should say, when you're going in in uh, you know, in goal line, throw an offensive line on there. This you can do anyways. Ryanazo stinks as a blocker. So he's supposed to be a blocker and he stinks as a blocker. So it's like, you know, what are we doing there? So to me, um, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, to keep only the two rookies and really, because realistically, who who the hell is you gonna put out there?
1: really i mean beyond those two, i mean so. you could play devil's advocate too right i mean they might need a, rook, a vet in there just because of um the the two rookies the and rook. the two inexperienced but they don't have a veteran right. in there so unless they go and sign it and i thought jordan leggett might be that guy who's been in the league obviously for i think a year or two but at least somebody right. with experience but that didn't work out and they're at 80 guys so
0: yeah yeah no, it doesn't that doesn't make sense i just feel like there's no reason to bring someone else in and again and the patriots do this all the time too with like depth and stuff but if jacob johnson is is good enough to play tight end as well uh maybe you know maybe you do that and say I okay we're gonna he roll played out there
1: in German, germany too i think he did i believe so too of, yeah. yeah yeah so
0: we'll see you know so we'll see um, all right, D line. Uh, let's go. To, now we can go to defense. My goodness, I yep. left flipping tight end off the, off my fifty three. What a disaster that was. Um, so I'm gonna. Go, so we'll start with the D line. Uh, Lawrence Guy, John Simon, Bo Allen, Adam Butler, Brian Cowart, and Dietrich Wise. I have uh, Rivers being the last guy on the team cut. Um, I just think that he might be the last guy out. I like Rivers a lot. I think he has a lot of potential. He's gotten hurt a ton. He was around Foxborough all year this year, uh really working his butt off to try to get healthy. I I just I just don't know. I don't know if he has it. I don't I just don't know if he has it anymore. And so I'd love to see Rivers make the team and maybe even bump wise off that list because DJ Wise has been up and down and there's been a lot of question marks as to whether he really fits their scheme and whether he can play still with them. Um so maybe Rivers steps in, you know, and can play instead of Wise.
1: Yeah so I actually have the same as you However, I subbed in Nick Co. over Dietrich Wise. Um, and I know that uh-huh, might be yes. that's probably one of my biggest hot takes, and it's probably something I wish we were well, talking about with traditional battles. That um, hot
0: take is uh, is over because Nick was cut this afternoon.
1: Was he really?
0: Yeah, he was cut no. like seven o'clock or something like that. They cut him. Oh,
1: I didn't even see that. The Bruins are on. All right then. Let's go yeah, with uh that's we're I, gonna keep that yeah. then. We're gonna keep that. <laughs> I get the same as you. I did not see that. <laughs> You learned yeah, Nico
0: got cut. I don't even That's know. That's unfortunate. I, went, I, I really
1: I liked him. I liked his fit here. I thought that was a guy. Um, when you looked at it, you know, assuming everything was normal, those were him and Jeff Thomas were kind of those two guys that you looked at were like they have a pretty decent thought, chance of making this team, it, although they're on draft.
0: Sure. Yep. Yeah, I thought for sure he was in, uh Reese tweeted out his five man. I oh. thought for sure he was gonna be he was gonna be on the roster. Um he, he, that was another guy where I was like on he was on my fifty three man. And then it was like, well, I guess he's not um, yeah. after after they got cut. So, so yeah, no, he's uh, he's gone. So unfortunately. So all right, so let's go to linebacker now. We have Brandon Copeland, we have Jawan Bentley, Josh Uche, Anfernee Jennings, Chase Winovich, and then I have Scooter Harris on there. I don't know whether they're going to keep Scooter Harris or not. Um, you know, he might be he might be a, a practice squad guy, especially what I, here's what I'm really interested in finding out what are the practice squads going to look like, right? Are they going to be 15 guys? Are you going to be able to drop those guys, drop the guys and have them not go through waivers and have the opportunity to put them on the practice squad first, because that's going to allow a guy like Scooter Harris, who the Patriots may say, oh, okay, we could dump that guy. They might we be like able to, if sense. they could just move them, you know, they could just move him to the practice squad instead of, instead of making them available for every team they might say, "Hey, we're just going to assign him to the practice squad and kind of go from there." So, that's a guy that, you know, that could end up getting cut. I think they like him. They gave him a, a huge signing bonus. Um and so I think Scooter Harris makes a lot of sense, but again, could be uh, you know, that that could, might not happen here.
1: Did, did you have 6 or 7? I had 6. Cuz I had 7 then and I added Cash Mayula. I think mm-hmm, uh that's mm-hmm. a position obviously a ton a ton of rookies at that position, but um, and yep. year year transitioning and trying to insert some more youth into that position. Right. I think you got to load up, despite you know, like I said, not a lot of experience. Use this year as a yeah. transition year and develop a lot of guys. Carry these guys that you know. Hey, we right. don't know what we're going to get out of them this year, but we want the experience. Get them out there and start molding them right. into bigger roles, like they're doing with Jawan Bentley. Um, and I think one guy in that group that's going to have a big year and is going to sh- surprise a lot of people is Brandon Copeland. I'm really excited to see him play. I think he can kind of oh, yeah. take over, you know, that run-stuffing role with Alanda Roberts.
0: Yeah, I like him a lot, and that's you know, we'll see. But I'm very excited about that. And and a guy who's going to be on the list later is Adrian Phillips. And and Copeland and Phillips are kind of similar yeah. there, where they're tweener players, right? Copeland is a DN slash linebacker, and you know, and Phillips is a safety slash linebacker. So. It's kind of interesting where they can kind of play a little bit of both. Uh, both of them can play, you know, kind of three positions between the two of them. So, um, you know, it's kind of it's going to be interesting to see where those two end up. Um, but I'm very excited about Brandon Copeland coming in this year. So, all right, let's go to uh, let's go to cornerback. I have six guys again. I have obviously Gilmore, J. Mac, Jones, Jackson, and Williams. That's obvious. Um, I have Michael Jackson as as the last guy in um, at corner at least. I just think they traded for him. I've heard a lot of good things, right? People talk about him being like a J.C. Jackson type of player. And they gave up, I mean, they gave up basically nothing for him. But they obviously like him. They traded for him. So I think Michael Jackson makes the team.
1: Me too. I have the same six. And I think with—I think our friend Taylor pointed it out. And I noticed it right when they got him. When I looked at his size, I was like, this seems a little bit similar to Chung. Um, and you saw his, yeah. his film at Miami. Kind of did play a little bit. Um, took on some. Is physical enough, big enough to play on those tight ends. Play a little bit downhill. Um, I think that's a guy, and, and two to to kind of fill in for special teams, obviously with King hitting the the, the pup list again.
0: Right now, that's a good point. So, it's a good point. So, uh, let's go to safety. I have four safeties: D Mac, Duggar, Phillips, and Brooks. Brooks, I was on the fence about, but. You know, if Chung were still here, I might think maybe Terrence Brooks would be gone. Um, But I, I just have to consider that, you know, since Chung is, is gone, uh, the Terrence Brooks makes the team.
1: Yeah, so I have Devin McCordy, Terrence Brooks, Adrian Phillips, Cody Davis and Kyle Duggar. So I have five safeties. I think and Davis Cody is a is Davis. guy you bring over. Obviously, some experience yeah. in the league, fantastic special teamer. Um, here's a guy that's going to be a fan favorite, plays hard, plays fast, can contribute in, in kind of all phases of the game. I'm excited to see him came out. Like I said, came over from Jacksonville, um, athletic corner, a yeah. little bit undersized, but
0: no. And that's, well, what's interesting about him is that I, I kept Davis off because I put Bethel on as a special teamer. And so, okay. if you don't have Bethel on there, yeah. then I think it makes it so. To me, it's it's kind of between those two, right? And if Davis can play more safety, like if Davis can actually play defense, as opposed to Bethel, who's really just a special teams guy, especially this year, you're gonna you need those guys that can that can do everything, right? You can't have two or three guys that just play special teams. It just doesn't, you just can't do that anymore. With you know, with all the risk of COVID and everything else, you can have some of the guys in the practice squad. but You really can't have them on your active roster you know, especially with all the turnover they have. So, um, so that makes a lot of sense. Cody Davis there. So, and then my special teams, I have obviously Roarwasser, Bailey, Cardona, and then I have Slater and Bethel. And so again, if you only have Slater in that spot, then it makes sense, you know, and, and maybe they say, maybe they say, you know what, we'll keep Bethel and keep, keep Cody Davis. I don't know. You know, so, um, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Look, there's a, there's not, there's not a lot of, uh, There's not a lot of like, what am I I trying to say? We don't know. Yeah, well, I would say there is a lot of debate, right? I was trying to, there's not a lot of like definitive answers here for the Patriots. You have a lot of questions at quarterback. You have a lot of questions at running back now. You have, I think, a lot of questions at wide receiver. I'm happy with what the wide receivers are doing, but you have a lot of questions there at wide receiver. You got a huge question mark at right tackle. You know, you got a lot of question marks at linebacker. And, you know, the safety thing now it is a problem, right? You, you lose Harmon and Chung from last year. That's huge for them, you know? And yes, I'm happy about Adrian Phillips. I'm very excited to see what he has and Duggar. But, like, you lose two guys that have been stalwarts for your team for years at the safety position, and now how do you replace them? And so that's going to be – it's going to be really interesting Interesting to see where they, where they move in a lot of different areas. There hasn't been this much questions about the Patriots since, I mean, I don't even know. I don't I even know the last, maybe 2013, maybe. But, like, there are question marks all over the field here.
1: Yeah, it, you made a great point with a lot of question marks. It's almost, and this would be the one year, and I keep alluding to it, that would just be so great to be there and see these battles kind of work yeah. themselves out. Um right. Obviously, you know, if we were there, a lot of these guys opting out would, it, would be there, so we wouldn't have as much conversation and, and debate at some right. positions, but... I think in a lot of key spots. I do think there is a lot of question at receiver, and you mentioned. Uh, but I truly think that group is a lot better than people think. I think Nikhil Harry should have a bigger and better year. Mohammed Sanu looks fantastic. Julian Edelman's healthy. You know what he can bring you. And I'm excited for these new guys, right? You expect Myers to make that that second-year jump. Demir Bird, uh, hop on that hype yeah. train while you can. Jeff oh, Thomas, man. obviously, the the you know... The, um, the highly touted undrafted free agent, the, the one we get a year, right? The Austin cars, the, the JC Jackson, right. the Brack right. or not Bragg. Yeah. He was a six counter, but you get what I'm saying. I think that that's yeah. a group yeah. that, you know, will be a lot of people are going to be hard on and be like, Oh, there's no skill. There's no speed. There's no this. I think they're a complex group that can at least get the job done. If healthy.
0: Right. I agree. I agree. And I'm excited to see what how, kind of, how it all shakes out. It's going to be really bizarre because, you know, we're not going to see any real training camp. Now what the Patriots did on Wednesday was broadcast. Uh, they kind of live streamed it on. It was really like, cool? yeah,
1: you can say it's for three hours, but we're only giving them 30 minutes because it was <laughs> supposed to be on the website It said nine to or 10 to one or something. Yeah. 12. I got an email. Really I got
0: an email saying it was all day and it was just, just a quick one, but you know, the, you're going to have the guys over there, Mike DeSalt and, and, uh, and the rest of the guys that are over there and girls that are over there. Um, you know, talking about it and giving us the info. And of course you see the pictures and stuff. And so, uh, you know, it, it's going to be tough. And again, you, you don't know anything. We don't know anything and we're not going to know. It's not like we're going to have a preseason game and say, man, that Jeff Thomas, look at that guy against, you know, against the corners that are out there, even if they're backups, look at that guy against, against those corners. You, you're oh, not going so, to see that. So
1: it, sucks, it man. really
0: is. It really, when you think about it too. And I was, you know, we were talking about off air bags about how, You know, we've had a hard time and I haven't written in, in weeks at this point. And like, and there's a lot of stuff going on, obviously for everyone, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, for me personally, I have, I have the, you know, the school stuff going on where I'm anxious about going back to school. We got to decide if our kids are going back, you know, if they're going back hybrid, which they are. So are we going to send them back hybrid or are we going to keep them home, you know, full time? Because then it's like, even when they go in hybrid, they can't see their friends They can't interact with their friends. They can't get close to their friends. They got to wear a mask all day. Where are they going to eat lunch? Are they going to eat lunch in their seats? Can they have research? Can they have gym? Can they have art? Can they have music? Like, can they do anything? You know, and and, and is that going to be more traumatic for them to be in school and not be able to do anything? So there's a lot of anxiety on me for that. My wife has asthma. So there's a lot of question marks about what she's going to do. So like, there's just, there's a lot, you know, and then typically around this time, it's like August sucks as a teacher, August blows every year but you have training camp and you have preseason games and it's like, okay, it's football season. Like, here we go. Like I'm excited right. that we're talking about this and, and now we can't even have that. So it's like, it just sucks. You know, I think about the last year, man, Like, brewing. you
1: know, you had Josh Gordon come back, get reinstated and yeah. Jacoby Myers. You had Gunnar Olszewski. Um, right. You know, it's so crazy, you know, looking at, what a year ago was especially the roster i know but, um man it's well, just he, like this he, is just such a great you know, time you Had it's Harry,
0: all... first round pick first yeah, round wide receiver. Yep. receiver you I know? know and it was just I like
1: know.
0: you know but that was hey that year seems like it seems like six years ago at this point Like oh, it's great realistically crazy. so oh. but anyways that's what we got so uh while you're yeah, listening that's to this,
1: me—that's our fifty-three man. And while you're listening to this, me and Pat are probably on. Uh, depends, nine o'clock, maybe. Say you're on at nine. We're probably just finishing up. Maybe on like the sixth or seventh hole. Uh, we're going yeah. out golfing early morning tomorrow. I get the day right, off. I took the day off, so making it out for the first time.
0: Oh, early morning golf. It's great. We haven't seen each other. I don't even know when the last time we saw. Each I was other
1: actually went. just saying that to Miranda. Yeah, uh, I think pre-COVID, right before. Yeah, that um, yeah, was well, definitely
0: for sure. But I, yeah, you know, I don't even I know it when. Was like February. That's
1: so. crazy. Yeah I, mean,
0: yeah, I think he came down for something or something like that. But my goodness, yeah. uh yeah. Just uh, so it'll be fun. It'd be fun to get out there. I've been playing a little bit of golf this summer. I, I'm terrible at it, but I enjoy it. Much. So I'm
1: like five grand in the hole in golf. I've spent so much money, but it's so <laughs> worth it with how this year's been. Oh, it's, it's great. highlighted that's that year. great. You know?
0: yeah. Well, and that's it. You're not going. You can
1: not spend any money on anything else. What the hell? No. We might as well
0: spend it on that. You
1: know, in the bars. So. It's golf, which I'll take. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. It's better for you. Better for your bladder and everything else. Yep. right? Well, for, most, <laughs> for most people. Maybe. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Thanks so much for uh, for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. All right, take okay. care, guys.